Welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast, where our mission is to build a collective community of marriages, where we encourage, inspire, and support one another in order to have masterful marriages. We're Carlos, Catherine, Chris, and Sonia. Please check us out, powercouplesrock.com. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We believe that one of the most amazing legacies we can leave in life is a great marriage. So we hope you'll listen, learn, and love the conversation. Let's power up. Hello and welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast. My name's Chris, and thank you once again for inviting us into your ears. I say us because I've got some great people, my favorite people in the universe around me. First of all, I'm going to introduce my wife, my most beautiful wife, Sonia Stone. Please say hello to the people. Hi, power couples. <laughs> hello, was, power couples. Okay, that, okay. Is that now, better? Now, yeah, okay. that was a little lacking, that first I have, I have a feeling the next two people that I'm going to introduce are going to have a little more energy, maybe than we do <laughs> tonight. They do, because they're already moving. They, we, we haven't filmed this one tonight, but man, they are moving in synchronized oh. form, dancing of some, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> but anyway, to my left, to your radio right, please welcome Mr. and Mrs. Carlos and Catherine Green. Hey, 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 what's up, power couples? Hey, power couples. Good that you guys are listening to us again. So... Power Couples Rock many times talks about the six core areas. Sonia, you know the six core areas? I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, you are putting me on the spot. They are family, fun, finance, fitness, future, and faith. I think. I think I, they would, I think they, you they, named I like seven they, or eight. Right no, there. but I right? think that's not the right order. <laughs> well, uh, they didn't go. have a ring to it. <laughs> family, fitness, finance. You guys got it. Faith. Finance, finance, fitness, future, and fine. Did you get that right? (laughs) I think we did. Okay. So as you are well aware, we like to have fun all the time. We talk about fun. We talk about community all the time. We've talked about many of the elements, many of the six core areas. Fitness, we have yet to cover, but we are going to cover that in the future. See what I did there? Mm -hmm. Yes. You see what I did there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about finance, and I know already just saying that word probably made you a little uneasy, you kind of squirmed a little bit, because when it comes to finance, the first thing you're thinking is what? Budget. Budget. Is putting together your budget, is putting together, oh no, you're you're getting a little edgy. That's not what we're talking about today, necessarily. We are talking about finance, and the budget is kind of woven in there, but the overarching thing that we're talking about is the heart of finance mm-hmm. and what that means, the origin of that, and how it relates to you as a, as a couple, as a power couple, as a married couple, a husband and wife, what the finance and the heart of finance is all about. So as we normally do, we want to roll this over to Carlos to set the table. He's got his Bible open. Mm-hmm. He's got lots of pen marks all over the place. <laughs> so we're about to dig into some 
of God's word and really kind of set the table for what we're talking about in terms of the heart of finance. So Carlos, if you will. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Again, hello, power couples. And here we're talking about the heart of finance. There are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about finance. If you do a search on finance or money or wealth in the Bible, that is mentioned more times than any other topic that's dealt with in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So we're talking over 2,000 times or 2,200 times the Bible talks about money, wealth, finance. So obviously God knew that this would be a very important topic Mm. to deal with. So when we're talking about finances or money or wealth, there's so many different aspects that we can concentrate on and talk about. But I do love, Chris, how you set it up that we want to talk about the heart mm-hmm. of money or the heart of finance. And we'll just pick out one particular scripture here that I actually love and keeps my mind focused on what's most important. And if we come from Matthew 6 and 19 and through 21, it says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So it really puts Mm. it in perspective here in Matthew, what's priority? What's most important with the blessings that we've been given to yeah. us in the area of finance or monies? How are we using that to glorify God, to advance the kingdom of God? Mm. And oftentimes because money is so, it, it's, such the, it's such the exchange of goods and services, now society has used it as a God. Mm-hmm. And the more stuff and things you get, that determines your status mm-hmm. here on earth. That's right. But really the money is supposed to be used to advance the kingdom, yeah. to give God glory in that because he's blessed us with the stewarding of those finances. That's it. I money. think, I think a lot of times I've heard a lot of what you're saying and I've heard the, the phrase advancing the kingdom a lot. And I think that's where we can really kind of roll up our sleeves and sort of talk about, cause I think a lot of people are listening to this and saying, Okay, how do I do that? Like, what, what does that look like for someone that may be in a certain financial state, whether they're, whether they're um, someone who, who has a little extra money and is, is like, you know what, I can, I can spend it here and I can spend it here and I can invest here or maybe I'm, I'm giving, you know, I'm tithing 10%. You know, maybe that's certainly that may be one way you can advance the kingdom. Um, but maybe someone who is not necessarily in a good financial state. And they're in a situation where they're like, I, I, I barely have enough money to, to make sure I've got food for the people I need to provide for. What can we give people who are out there? Um, what, what words of wisdom or some, some sort of direction can we give to them around the phrase advancing the kingdom? When I think about advancing the kingdom, I think about uh, service mm. and uh, giving in a way that um, you can serve, mm. you, you, not you being a good steward of the finance, financial resources that God has given you. Mm-hmm. And so advancing the kingdom could be planting seeds in others 
there. So it's not necessarily like money necessarily, but giving maybe up your time, time and, and investing in, in, in resources that you have available to you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I could just share from personal experience um, from Carlos and I standpoint is when we first got the understanding of being good, a good steward of our financial resources and not just trying to store them all up for ourselves, but finding a way that we can um, share the resources that God has given us. And that would be, as, as I said before, like um, sharing your time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is also be your talent. What are you, what are you doing with the talent and gifts that God has given you? That's a way to be able to advance the kingdom. Mm-hmm. The other is you could be a financial resource um, one of the things that Carlos and I do is just sit down at the end of the year and we look at um, all of the meaningful charities that have meant something to us in our lives. Um, his father uh, suffered from cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love to serve in the community as far as the theater goes. And mm-hmm. we look at all of those charitable um, organizations and see which ones do we want to give resources mm-hmm. to as far as financially? And we support them at some of their, um, some yep. of their events and um, opportunities that they have in the community. So one, one of those ways is our finances, using your money, yep. but we look at it. We don't just put it in one place. We just feel like God has gifted us this um, at being able to have uh, money to be able to spread it because that allows us to spread it throughout the kingdom. And so that's one of the ways we do it. And then to service our time by volunteering with organizations that have this meaningful, we see their work that they're doing and we just want to share our talents and gifts with them as mm-hmm. well. So that's uh, a couple of ways to be, that we look at it to advance the kingdom. I think when I think about um, the blessings and how we share what we've got, um, the verse that comes to mind for me is Luke 12, 48, to whom much is given, much is required or will be required. And I just think when you find yourself in a situation where you've been blessed, whether it's financially, whether it's with talents, whether it's with um, resources, resources, um, I mean, just any way that you've been blessed, I think it's important to remember that we have to give, we have to give that back. If, especially with finances, if you've been given a lot of money, I think that's great and that's wonderful, and, but you have to consider that nothing more than a blessing. And you must, in my opinion and in my heart, I think, be very willing to be there for people who, who need you, um, whether that is giving money to the homeless or giving money to charity or giving money even to people that you know that might find themselves in a, a hard situation. I think it's important that we not hold on to all of the money that we've been given for ourselves. We right. have we have to be willing to share that. Yeah. And I think that's where all of the wealth will come back to you. And it may not be financially, but I think mm-hmm. it comes back in the form of just a great feeling, if nothing else, that you feel well, when you know that you've helped someone. Carlos, um, isn't, aren't there scriptures that say about how, how God will, will bless those that, uh, that, that we give? To, uh, you know, if, if we're giving, we're, we're, there will be we blessings. Do. Yes. So that scripture says, uh, once we give, it will come back to you. Mm-hmm. Good measure. Press, press down. Mm-hmm. Shaking together and running over. Mm-hmm. So that is, uh, and I believe that God expects us to 
invest our resources, whether it be time, talents, or treasures, invest it back into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's just like the remember the parable in Matthew where he had given the owner or the or the rich man had given those three servants, right? Five talents, two talents, and one talent. Mm. And he was expecting a return on his investment. And the first two actually doubled their investment because they were not selfish. They Mm -hmm. were selfless. And so there was an expectation that they are to invest their time, their treasures, and their talents back into the kingdom and get that return. And so for us, when we think, when we're thinking about finances and the heart of finance to understand the purpose of what is, and I, and I do, I don't want to discount that we should be able to take care of our household needs, mm-hmm. our household expenses, mm-hmm. all of those things, taking care of our families. That is a priority. Take care of our HD TVs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Right. That no, no, that doesn't. Okay. No. All right. No. But I think that right, and and that's the thing because we're you know when you run into the Christmas celebration, I mm-hmm. think society sometimes pressure you into getting hundred oh, things, oh yeah, stuff and things that after the end of January comes, it really doesn't mean anything, especially for our children when we throw money and into gifts and want to give them everything toys galore by the end of the day yeah. on Christmas day, they've moved on to the next thing. Um, <laughs> well, and, so- and what, what lesson are we teaching our children when we do that? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the other thing we have to, uh, we have to look at. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're now talking about the holidays a little bit, but I know that when we did Sonia, uh, this is a, a bit of a squirrel uh, tangent <laughs> here, but it is related. And it just came into my mind here is that, you know, for years and years and years, we felt like we had been blessed and we were buying um, things for our kids and, you know, whatever the new Nintendo or the, you know, PlayStation or, or whatever, they were generally getting it. And, um, you know, we, uh, Sonia and I were getting each other gifts that we didn't really necessarily need. We were just like, well, I need to do this for my wife because I love her. And it's, you know, it's the expectation. It's Mm -hmm. it's the expectation is, is, is diamonds or is, is, you know, and she, she likes, she likes jewelry, just like I know Catherine likes her jewelry as well. And, and that's great. But I found myself, you know, because I loved her so much and because I, you know, I, I wanted to do, so I ended up spending probably too much money on doing that and she loved it. And she, but she would always say, you've spent so much money on this. And then one year we decided that instead of spending money on each other, that we would make something for each other. And then that, that was the, that was the deal that we made with each other is that, you know, don't go out. Every gift had to be made. Every gift had to be made. With the children as well? No. Well, I mean, we, but it was just between the two of us. Yes. So we would, anything that we would give had to be made. And that was by far our favorite gift giving Mm -hmm. holiday Mm -hmm. ever. Had to be very creative. You yeah. do. Yes. I and think I'm sure I made, the listeners are saying, what did you make? I think I, um, I called his mother um, and had her go to the craft store in Detroit to get lion's fleece um, uh, blanket stuff. And so I, what I did is got two different sides of two different colors and then knitted, not knitted, but 
cut the ends of the blanket and tied them together. So he's got this big, huge Detroit Lions blanket that we still use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great um, blanket. It's super yes. warm, and, and I love it. And you basically bought it and put mm-hmm. it together. And put it together, it made and- it myself. And then I bought clay and made this heart-shaped um, thing that I painted out of clay that he still has in his I office. Have, I have in my office. I see it every day when I walk into my <laughs> office. Yeah. So, I mean, it really caused you. And then he yeah, made. I made bookmarks. Bookmarks. That, uh, because and I she's found such a them reader, the other day. And they, were all get, they were all pictures of the kids. Kids at that point in time, and they and and um, you know, I took a, a lot of time to to make these these bookmarks that she uses. Continually. I found them the other day, and they're just, they're really the they're really special, meaningful so it, things that you take the time. The experience it's what you remember most. Relationship is my, what you remember most. I remember someone telling me, you know, when you I'm not trying to be morbid, they said, but when you're on your dying bed, you're not calling for, you know, your car to come and sit beside you That's at the right. bedside. Yes. You're not calling for yes. your HGTV mm-hmm. to be sitting, sit beside you, you and all these things. It's about creating the relationship and the That's experience right. mm-hmm. that those memories are very priceless. Yeah. And so it just, it reminds me of now um, as my parents um, are getting more mature and oftentimes me and my sisters, we often look at, they don't need anything. Mm-hmm. They just need us to be there. Yes. And so we look forward to birthdays and holidays and just to spend time together. Mm-hmm. We don't worry about, you know, because most of the time you get stressed out about, what are we going to get them? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's yeah. just very stressful. And so it's like, and no. do I have enough money? You do know, I and have- there's always that, that, that whole, <laughs> that whole thought process. Well, like, and the, yeah. Your time with your family too is storing up those treasures in heaven that's right that's right my dad loves it yeah he just he just eats away at just sitting down talking and have (laughs) in-depth conversations awesome and you need to be well rested because (laughs) he will talk for six hours Uh, about one subject and and that's greater than any gift that you could possibly give him i mean that's that's great perspective because it's like how long are we on this earth compared to eternity i mean Mm. it's a vapor right and that's and so if you have that in mind you may hesitate about buying that 75 inch HD TV because it's mm-hmm. like, do I really need this? I've got this other TV. And I know well, you've got six for, at home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, you I need another to, to give back to somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you some, um, it, this, everything we're talking about, just bring about great memories about finance as I, um, because I want to always be a good steward. And I remember we still had the TV with the tube in the back. And uh, so people would come over here. That probably was just about five years ago, maybe. I don't know. But it's just like, yeah, still got that. We still have one of those TVs. <laughs> That's our dad. De- yeah. We, we still it. have just, one. It played out. We was, we said, until it plays out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and there's like, well, you can, can you, can you get cable on that? <laughs> and so, but we just, we take, we don't want to just go with the latest and greatest thing. And I'm not knocking whoever goes out, you know, and do those kinds of things. I'm not knocking, but we just want to prioritize. And we finally got rid of our uh, big tube TV. We had to have about a truckload of people to help us move it. That thing was <laughs> so heavy. That's what I'm afraid of. We got this big old behemoth down in our basement. I mean, it's big, but it's also like an old, old, old deal. I mean, it works fine and everything, but when we get that thing out, I'm going to have to call like a moving I'll call company. You. I'll come with you. Yeah, nobody's going to pay I've for I've been working it. out. Like, I'll come and help you. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. <laughs> he'll, be deal- he'll be giving you some of his service. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's yes. right. There's yes. one other verse that I 
that I wanted to touch on um, that was related to something that that Sonia was uh, saying, and that it was related to about using money uh, to help others. And uh, this is First John three seventeen, and as if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be on him? Mm. So just yeah. a little more more perspective on. Um, you know, you're well, the love, heart of finance. Yes. I love that, the heart of finance. And you all know that we're in community. We're in community group together. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, not often, but every now and then, there are people in the community that need a little, a little assistance. And it's wonderful where we can be the mm-hmm. Acts 2 church. Mm-hmm. And yep. where, because we don't want anyone from our community to be without or to go with lack. And I think that they, everyone in the community appreciates it, whether you receive it or whether you get it. That's why it's so important to have community with you because sometimes you do go through tough, stressful situations. And instead of handling that on your own or in your own vacuum, when you've got such a strong, supportive community and they understand the purpose of the blessings that they've received through finances and they can give. I mean, it's amazing when anybody needs anything, people will say, how do we help? How much do they need? And it's never been like, I don't have it. It's like, no, we should all give whatever we can. Somebody may give $5. Somebody may give $500. It doesn't matter. It's just to make sure that our community somebody may go mow their lawn. Yeah, somebody exactly. may bring some. Like, I don't have money to give right I now, but I can, I can give some other way. I can right. do, yes. Right? Just, just pour into them mm-hmm. and, the, and the blessings. That's I think it's showing the, the heart of Christ um, mm-hmm. in That's that right. he really was mindful of the people who were the outcast and the poor mm-hmm. and the hungry and the sick and was willing to give himself to those people and show himself to those people. So I think when we do the same, whether it's amongst our community or the people out in the world, I think we're showing the heart, um, the heart of Christ Mm -hmm. um, in a way that I think is more powerful than anything you could give them. um, And the, in terms of material things Um, and some of it, sometimes it may be financial, it Mm -hmm. may be money, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's what is behind it and what, what you're thinking and your purpose behind giving, I think mm-hmm. that means the most. Um, so, so yeah. So, so let's, um, let's take this in a, in a direction here uh, with the heart of finance and, and how uh, this relates specifically to married couples and power couples, right? So uh, we're, we're talking about, you know, getting, getting your mind right in terms of finances, making sure that you are um, absolutely praying through that, absolutely uh, trying to take that fear that may be surrounding your financial uh, situation, uh, your, your goals, your, your, your budgets, your, uh, your situations that you've got. And, and maybe what you've heard for the, for the last 20 minutes on this podcast, maybe has your heart stirring a little bit in terms of uh, what you, what you probably should be doing in, 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 in turning this thing around and giving back, um, to people. But we do know that, that finance is something that is a thorny issue, right? With, with married couples. It's something that married couples, um, 
argue a lot about. Mm. I know this married couple has had many, <laughs> uh, many arguments. Uh, Sonia, you no, know, you don't think you think we're all uh, we haven't had a single argument. <laughs> just I don't think we. We're Captain Ackman. Maybe. Things, can, things, things can get edgy. Right? They can, well, they can. Yes, yes. I think anytime you talk about spending or. Um, especially if you've got two people in a marriage who look at things completely different. And right. in some marriages, you've got one that's a saver and one that's a spender. Not very often, I think, do right. you find that you have two people that are exactly the same in the way sure. they do finances. So, mm-hmm. but I, so yeah, I know, it can be stickly. I know, Carlos, you and Catherine have, um, have a story as, and, and uh, you know, many stories woven within that uh, overarching story about how you turn that fear into faith. And, um, if you will, I think it's, I think it's something that I think is, is very impactful for, um, for our listeners that may not be uh, aware of it. And, and it's just a, a great sort of inspirational example of about, about how as a married couple, you can, uh, you know, incorporate the heart of finance and, and, and get things turned around. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys are mm-hmm. comfortable talking about? I, sure. I'm very okay. comfortable very with talking about that. I'm just going to talk about the recent experience that okay. we've had. Um, we recently went through a, a job change where uh, a salary is going to be tremendously different than what it um, mm-hmm. was in the past. And, and for us, I think initially it was for us talking through, it was more of how do we, it's not about what, how we can get, but it's like, how do we continue to be a good steward yep. and not feel like we are bound in change because our number, our dollar number has changed. Right, because every, all the levels got reset. Yes. Right? Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they did. And so, but I was, instead of looking at that, our heart was just like it was the heart of finance was, God, we still want to be good stewards. We still want to mm-hmm. be able to give. We still, we do not not want that to become a hindrance because it has uh, the levels have really changed and had to be reset and so as we looked at that I can't say that we didn't have a little bit of hesitation and fear but as Carlos and I talked about it he said let's look at the benefits and don't look at the things that we're going to be giving up let's look at the things that we're going to gain wow mm, wow a great way to look at and it we started looking at the things that we were going to gain from doing this, mm. I mean, he's moved in a way that this podcast is one of the things we've gained. Mm-hmm. Being able to touch so many other people and share our story—that's the heart of God. And that, that awesome, I you know, and and the folks that are listening to right now, I'm sorry, I'm squirreling again. You know, I, it it just amazes me when we release a podcast and I see people that are listening to us in France, mm-hmm. that are listening to us in South Africa, that are, I mean. That are listening to us all over the world, not just in Atlanta, Georgia, right. not just in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, <laughs> right. not just in Detroit, Michigan, not just our not just our family and friends that we're that we're telling people. These are people all over the world, and we do not take this lightly. Thank no. you all. No. Thank you. Thank all you. For thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. We do not take this lightly, and I believe that is absolutely something that God is blessing. And, he and has, that is that is one hundred percent having to do with that. Exactly. When we said yes, then gave up and talked talk, talk through the benefits, and once we started that walk, I mean, the doors have just been opening. We have not missed a beat. He has done exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or imagine mm-hmm. in the heart of finances. That's awesome. And, and so, Carlos, you may have something that you'd like to add to that space that we were, we are in 
and have been in. Mm -hmm. I believe that when you can truly understand your calling and purpose in life, that God will provide the provisions for you to be able to walk through that. Uh, It may have been a salary change, but it was an upgrade in Mm. being able to advance or give back to the kingdom Mm -hmm. and to serve well. And uh, (laughs) that's just where I've been, that space that I've been in. But it's a continuation of your mind being transformed, constantly renewing your mind to just know that it's all for his benefit. It's all for his good and that he has blessed us in this space that we're in so that we could bless him, so that we could lift him up. So it's it's been a journey. It's been such a rewarding journey. Mm -hmm. It's a little overwhelming right now because Sometimes when you just take that first step and you start walking through it, even though it's a little trepidation in moving in that, but the more steps you take, the more confident you become that he has your back mm. and all of that. And the, the wonderful thing that I love about the Holy Spirit or God is that they don't show you the entire journey. <laughs> they just show you that first step, then the second step, <laughs> then the second step. So you have to walk by faith Absolutely. and not by sight. And every time we well, you take gotta a trust. Step, you, have to trust. you have to trust. And I know something you talked a lot about trust at that point too. So I just think that the more steps that we take in his path, that the more, and I'm not saying financial blessings or I'm not, I'm not talking about wealth prosperity or prosperity ministry. I'm just talking about he just is really taking care of us mm-hmm. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So I know, Sonia, you were talking about trusting him. I did. Um, I was uh, I'm at a Bible study the other day, and a lady came in, and she um, had been listening to a sermon. And I forget the name of the gentleman whom she was listening to, but she, if you guys know, is it Gary Chapman? Mm-hmm. He wrote The Five Love Five Languages. languages. Um, she said that God's love language or this pastor had referred to God's love language as being trust. Um, and that as long as we trust that he's going to provide um, and, and truly believe in a way that we should believe in what God says, um, mm-hmm. then he will, he will be faithful to make sure we are provided for. Mm-hmm. Um, may not look exactly the way you want it to look. It may not be in terms of millions of dollars, but he will provide for your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not about riches here on earth. It's not. No. It's not. Um, yeah, and I think our purpose here on earth is nothing more than to glorify God. It is. Um, and to do good for him. And I think when you understand that, faith, not faith, but finances kind of take a back seat yes. um, mm-hmm. to all of that. And it doesn't become as important. And here's, and I'm glad you said that, Sonia, because the way that, and I know people are saying, well, let's get down to the brass tactics of finances. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the budgeting. How do I get out of debt and all of that? But I really believe that the beginning of that is to understand the purpose of finance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Understand mm-hmm. where God wants you right. to, how God wants you to view finances. And when you get in that mindset and then start educating yourself, on what that looks like, though, to me, that's the first step. Yes. Before mm-hmm. you start getting into transactional. That's the level set. That's the level mm-hmm. set. Yep. Understand the vision, the purpose, the mission, the objective of the blessings from a financial standpoint that God has given you. And say, yeah. how do I glorify you with my finances? And then when you have that kind of heart, 
Then you start to say, okay, now I can be roll up great steward. Yeah, roll up my sleeves. Let me get educated. Yep. Let me now walk into the budget because mm-hmm. now I'm going to have the right perspective. I'm not going to have a worldly perspective. That's right. On these finances. I'm going to have a kingdom set or kingdom there you go. mindset on my finances. Right. And that will look completely different from the world. Because you set yourself up to fail when you go right into it. Like, oh, I'm in, I'm in financial trouble. Let me, we got We got a budget. We got to, you know, we start, I, I need to go and, and, and buy this book and, and, and follow this person and, and, and do all these things because they have all of, you know, and, and they, they may be great. There's, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there, there is some great financial uh, wealth, uh, financial advisors out there that are, you know, have podcasts and have shows and are, are much more, um, you know, proficient than we are in, in the ways of, of finance. But you're right. You're, you're setting yourself up to fail if you go straight into that without, first of all, setting the table for how your heart needs to be as it relates mm-hmm. to finance. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Yeah, we educated ourselves. We kept, uh, and I don't want our listeners to think that we've had this all together all of our lives, um, because we have not. You can hear our story on a, a documentary, which is uh, called Still Standing. Oh, okay. Stillstanding.com, I believe you can find it there. And um, we, Chris, maybe can put the links out there. Yeah, I'll and, do that. Uh, you, our story is um, documentary, um, documented. Someone had, had recommended we t- share our story. So anyway, but we have not always had it together. But uh, what we did was we understood how we got ourselves into whatever situation by letting uh, finances rule us. We learned how to rule finances. We learned that the heart, where the heart of finances were. So we educated ourselves and we took some courses and um, because it was beginning to put us in bondage, you know, mm. living from paycheck to and it paycheck. it probably affected paycheck. everything else. It's just sort of mm-hmm. like these is like weeds that were going into every aspect of your life. Yes. Right. And that, that can really make it will make you wake up in the middle of the night. It'll make you guys argue with each other. It'll it, it's just like if you guys don't have that straight, it's just constantly just that spiritual warfare going on all the all time. The time. Well, all the time. It's constant fear. It is. You live in fear all the time. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we can't. That's not the spirit of God. Mm-mm. And we said, we're going to get this together. Now we are educated people. <laughs> we, we both educated. Oh, we're going to get educated. <laughs> we both had a financial background. What in the world? Mm. So we said, okay, let's, let's find out what's the deal. You know, mm-hmm. and learning where we were supposed to be and not, not trying to live somebody else's dream or somebody else's yep. story. Yep. What's our story That's real. for the kingdom of God? There What's go. our story and how we're supposed to give? What's our story and how we're supposed to, you know, talk with others and share the mindset of having, uh, having authority over your finances? Well, I love what you guys did too. And I know you guys don't love to, to, to toot your own horn here, but I, but I think it's important as people are, are, are sort of wading through this themselves, but I love the, how you guys took that and you, you were honest with yourselves, you were transparent with yourselves and you were like, we're, we're going to do this. And you, you set yourself uh, a game plan. And then you said, we're going to be accountable. We're going to turn this around and we're going to teach people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to, we're going to lead people through that too. And you had just gone through that yourselves. So it kept you accountable for yeah. it. You know, you, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to slip back into this. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's important. It's mm-hmm. like, this is not, this is not just a season. This is a lifestyle. You have to, you have to have to have the heart of finance. You have to have the heart for, for giving back to people who are less fortunate because that is exactly what Jesus did when he was on earth. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right? right. I just want, I just want to say, I want to make sure that people understand that when we were in that particular predicament where the month was longer than the money, that we first came to the heart and just said that this is not the way God wants us to live. Mm -hmm. So we really buckled down and we did a lot of fasting and praying and Mm -hmm. got the right scriptures. We went to that heart first of the purpose of it. And then once we did that, then he gave us direction on what we needed to do in order to eliminate a lot of the stuff and things that we had built up and then educated ourselves from a financial standpoint, personal financial standpoint, and then start teaching it so that we could hold ourselves accountable for it. And then even in the prayer and fasting that we did with the fasting, we continue to have a, we continue to have a very limited diet to continue to remind us of how he delivered us from that particular challenging financial situation. And it's been 15 to 20 years now but I don't take that lightly. No, you're honoring him by doing that. I am that. honoring him by doing that. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you guys come up to us and y'all want us to eat some meat, we probably not, we're not going to eat no meat. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll watch you guys eat meat. <laughs> no. I know, but that's the, that's the way that we honor God for delivering us out of that particular situation. But we've got to be very consistent and disciplined if we want to do the things that will bless him in his kingdom. And that's where we've been. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, oftentimes I talk to people and it, whether they're, they, they may be people of faith or more often people that, that are, are not necessarily believers. And, and you get in a conversation um, about things of faith and more often than not, they will say, well, you know, you're talking about all of these great things and, and, you know, you're, God, God is of love and, and, and all of a sudden, but why does, why does God allow these terrible things to happen? Right. It's not an easy answer, is it? But I'm listening to your story and I'm listening to how you guys went through what you went through and now you're here. And do you feel like maybe God had you go through all of that to bless you in the situation that you can turn around and pour into others that are in that situation? I believe that, and and Catherine, you may have a different perspective on this, and I'm glad you asked that question, Chris. What I believe is, for me, I needed to own the decisions that I made. Okay. I may not have done the best job of counting the cost of what it was going to cost us to be in that particular situation that put us in that position, that that put us in that predicament. So once I own that, and know that did I follow God or was I kind of like pressured or I followed the Joneses lead in that. And I needed to come to the realization that I need to own the decision that I made. And once I own that and started looking to him for my path and the purpose and how I should be handling my finances, that's when things changed, turned around. And he gave Mm. me free will to make all of those decisions. Right. And I think he blessed us once I surrendered yeah. everything to him. Okay. And I just thank God that I had a wife 
who was patient oh, and who had my back and joined me. That's it. Ooh. I think it's yeah. about God pulling us closer to him. I think he puts us through trials and situations. Yeah. Simply to have us reach to him. Yeah. In those it in is. those in those times because that's truly where all the answers and are going to come were, from. You guys were drawn closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were drawn closer together. I I often look at it like a plant when you're mm-hmm. uh, pruning it. Mm. And you see these dead leaves on there and mm-hmm. you just can't leave the dead leaves on there because it starts to kill the other leaves. Yeah. And so when you prune it, you see new leaves come up. That's eventually. Good. And that's what God was doing. Here's the newness yeah. that's coming up in you all. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a result of us yielding that to him and not let that be a ruler of our lives. Um, he was able to birth power couples rock. He was able mm. to, and, and power couples rock. Uh, he knew we had the heart of couples mm-hmm. because we've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've always done community with couples. Mm-hmm. We've always wanted to see couples uh, strive to do the best that they can do in their relationship. We've always wanted that. And um, we talk about every place we've moved and every place he set us, it, it has surrounded us around couples that are doing positive things yeah. that are trying to advance the kingdom mm-hmm. of God for his glory. And they are better. Yeah. Our, our, our motto is the person has to be better off because they've met us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we are not doing that for somebody, then we are not living the way God has called mm-hmm. us to live. And you know, you know, this whole thing is just all tying together too. I bet at the time when you guys had, you know, and in fact, I know because I've, I've, I've heard some of these stories at the time you were moving from Cincinnati to Atlanta or and before that, all these places you guys were moving at the time, you didn't know what God had in store for you. You didn't even, you didn't have, you, but you, you trusted, yeah. you trusted mm-hmm. him. You turn that fear mm-hmm. into faith. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about all of the time and you just trusted. We trusted and God him. poured that back in. Mm-hmm. As a like language. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a it couple, is. we, we, mm-hmm. we met and talked about our, what we want for our family, for mm-hmm. each other, for our relationship. And we spoke those things out and mm. we watched and worked toward, um, you know, being in the space that we're in um, now. And we know he has a lot more for us to, to grow in. And he's doing that on a consistent basis just by being with you all. I mm. mean, mm-hmm. I talk, Carlos and I talk about that all the time. I say, you know, Chris and Sonia has um, expanded our territory more Gosh, than, I, than that, we could we have say ever that imagined. about you guys. Oh, man, you guys I mean, you have no, have idea. no idea <laughs> what you've done for us no, and what you now. teach us. So the fact yeah. that right, you guys listen, would- All you power couples that are out there listening- we're listening right along with you, and we are growing right along with you. Uh, we're just, uh, it's just so blessed mm-hmm. to be able to. Now, now you got me. <laughs> now you got me. We're just, so, we're just so blessed to to be able to to share uh, this podcast with Carlos and Catherine. And I can't think of any other uh, way to close out this podcast, but let me just, if I could just wrap this up and certainly if anybody has anything they want to, uh, want to Can join I just in. Say just yeah, of course. Go. Before yeah. You wrap it up. I, I want people to understand that, um, when we went through our particular circumstance, very challenging situation, I don't want people to think that it just turned over, it turned itself over like in two weeks or 
you know, it was two one month. <laughs> three days because the Lord right. works in threes. <laughs> Correct. But it's a it magic was, number. Yeah, it's it's a journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's seriously a journey. So for the for that next two to three years, we were walking through that journey to just make sure that we stay diligent focused and obedient. And I bet you Satan was attacking you while you're walking through that. Because there were times that we just, sometimes we just didn't know how certain things were going to turn out financially, or we didn't have the money to kind of spend on certain things that we, we wanted, not what we needed, what Mm -hmm. we wanted. So we found ourselves in creative, we found ourselves creatively doing things such as going to the park with the kids and, having family functions with potlucks and mm-hmm. it was really good. And then it changed our whole perspective, perspective. on how we do Christmas mm-hmm. and how we celebrate birthdays mm-hmm. because it yep. wasn't about the stuff and things. That's it's right. about the relational capital and experience. experience. That's, that's right. That relational right. capital. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So just to wrap things up uh, in the, in the heart of finance, before you start thinking about your budget and if you're in a situation um, where you're, you're financially things are making you nervous or you're maybe financially in some, some very serious um, trouble, we are just encouraging you and hope you have been inspired and encouraged by this podcast to set the table first and make sure that you have your mind and heart right with God before you start uh, rolling up your sleeves and actually doing the budgeting and actually doing all of those things. And uh, of course, there's a ton of options for you out there, professionals that do this that are great. And we can certainly uh, put those up on, on the show notes uh, once you do that. But we really are, are encouraging you to start first um, in the heart of finance before you start um, going there, because you really want to set yourself up first before you stumble out of the blocks, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I hope everybody was encouraged and inspired. I know I was. I was too. I was too. Very much so. Yes. Okay. So let's get powered up. Thanks for listening to the Power Couples Rock podcast. We hope that you've been encouraged, inspired, and supported. Please listen and subscribe to our other Power Pods as we are confident that they will strengthen your marriage. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's there where we can extend these discussions together, take these conversations and your marriage to the next level. Enjoy your day and power up.